0: that you may grow thereby.
1: Thank you for listening to That You May Grow Thereby. I am Greg Litmer. I am one of
2: the elders of the Northern Kentucky Church of Christ. And joining me today are. I'm Ross Oldenkamp, an evangelist at the Northern Kentucky Church of Christ.
0: And I'm Andy Flotting, a member of the Northern Kentucky Church of Christ. And together, we'd like to turn our attention back to the Sermon on the Mount
1: in Matthew chapter 5. And we're going to focus our attention on one particular subject today. And I'll begin by looking at verse 31. And it was said, Whoever sends his wife away, let him give her a certificate of divorce. We need to find out what is being talked about here, where that came from. And that would be Deuteronomy chapter 24. And Andy, would you mind reading those, please?
0: Not at all. Law of Divorce. When a man takes a wife and marries her, and it happens that she finds no favor in his eyes because he has found some indecency in her, and he writes her a certificate of divorce and puts it in her hand and sends her out from his house, and she leaves his house and goes and becomes another man's wife. And if the latter husband turns against her, and writes her a certificate of divorce and puts it in her hand and sends her out of his house, or if the latter husband dies, who took her to be his wife, then her former husband, who sent her away, is not allowed to take her again to be his wife, since she has been defiled. For that is an abomination before the Lord, and you shall not bring sin on the land which the Lord your God gives you as an inheritance
2: so that is what has been said and now we look to what jesus had to say about that he says in verse 32 of matthew 5 but i say to you that whoever divorces his wife for any reason except sexual immorality causes her to commit adultery and whoever marries a woman who is divorced commits adultery so we see that there is one Cause for which Jesus says a person may lawfully divorce their spouse and marry another. When He says that you commit adultery, uh, or that you cause her to commit adultery, it is implied that uh, upon divorcing this woman, uh, she, at the point that she goes out and uh, and is joined to another man, that is adultery, because God is the one who creates. The bond. God is the one who joins man to his wife, and whether or not they uh, convince the courts to give them permission to no longer be married, uh, the law of marriage is is the law of God. It originated with Him. It cre- He created it, and He has the rights to govern when uh, when it will be uh, annulled and when it will endure. Well, talking about
1: this particular subject we absolutely have to go to Matthew chapter 19 because in Matthew chapter 19 it's a little more fully explained and the connection with Deuteronomy chapter 24 is more readily apparent so let's look at Matthew chapter 19 and begin with verse 3 on down through verse 9 are you over there Andy?
0: I am some Pharisees came to Jesus testing him And asking, Is it lawful for a man to divorce his wife for any reason at all? And he answered and said, Have you not read that he who created them from the beginning made them male and female? And said, For this reason a man shall leave his father and mother and be joined to his wife, and the two shall become one flesh. So they are no longer two, but one flesh. What therefore God has joined together, let no man separate. They said to him, Why then did Moses command to give her a certificate of divorce and send her away? He said to them, Because of your hardness of heart, Moses permitted you to divorce your wives. But from the beginning, it has not been this way. And I say to you, whoever divorces his wife except for immorality and marries another woman commits adultery.
1: Ross, I think it's important for us to talk about what's happening in Matthew 19 the scribes and Pharisees are essentially trying to put Jesus on the spot because there were uh, essentially three major views taken uh, concerning Deuteronomy chapter 24 Uh, the pharisaic tradition was really kind of uh, a sore spot amongst the brethren, the Jews as to what exactly did it mean, did it mean that uh, the man could put away his wife simply if he found no favor in her at all, which is what Hayel taught. Uh, it, did it require some sort of criminal legal cause for the divorce, which is what Shammai taught? And then Rabbi Aqaba went even further permitting divorce if a man simply found a more appealing woman. So that's what's happening in matthew 19 they're trying to get jesus to choose sides and pick one of those particular views as far as what was right and what was wrong
2: all right well thank you for that background that makes that makes perfect sense uh, and jesus answers the question uh, in the same way that we ought to answer any bible question and that is verse four have you not read that's the that's the answer uh, is what does the scripture say he appeals to what was written have you not read uh, that he who made them at the beginning has joined them together as man and wife the two shall become one flesh Uh, back in that context if you were to read in, in Genesis you would find an added phrase what God has joined together let not man separate. That's the answer. Uh, What God has joined together, let not man separate. So that brings up the next question. They probably feel like they've got him right where they want him. Uh, Well, well then, uh, why did Moses command to give a certificate of divorce and to put her away? That they would love to be able to pit Moses and Jesus against each other.
1: What it seems to me like the Lord does in response to their question is explained it as God regulating an already uh, prevalent practice. And he, his, his actual law was not what they were doing, but he saw that they were, in fact, committing divorce or performing divorces for various reasons, and he regulated it, so to speak with the passages that we've talked about in Deuteronomy 24.
2: Yeah, I agree with that uh, analysis. I don't think Moses was coming along with a command to make divorce easy. Uh, This is sometimes referred to as contingency legislation, where if a thing happens, then this is the will of God from that point, that this is what needs to take place. There's other laws that fit that model, I mean, God even, unfortunately, had to give a law uh, pertaining to what should happen if a, if a woman is being abused and, and raped. And uh, So when the text says, uh, if a woman is, uh, is in the field and this happens to her, this is the law that should happen. Well, we wouldn't read that and say, well, as long as you're willing to pay the, pay the price to her father and take her as a wife, then I guess it's okay to rape her. No its contingency based upon that thing happening this is what needs to follow from that point you're still going to be judged on the basis of god's law from the beginning on marriage because that's that's the way it has always been verse 8 matthew 19 from the beginning it was not so he didn't say at the beginning it was not so and then it was changed by moses no he says, from the beginning. That is, it started in the beginning, and it's always been this way.
1: Now really, if you wanted to look at essentially what the Lord is saying, is looking at verse 9, you could almost read it as, And I say to you, whoever divorces his wife and marries another woman commits adultery. The exception clause is found here and in Matthew chapter 5, verse 32. And those are the only two places where the exception clause is found. There is a reason for divorce, and that reason is fornication, adultery. And that is the only reason that God permits. He does not demand, but God permits a spouse to put away the guilty party. Uh, be it man or be it woman. Uh, Mark chapter uh, uh, chapter 5 emphasizes that, that the woman also is in this discussion. So we need to be careful as we move forward, talking about it, recognizing that no matter how many different reasons man may give for divorce, God has given one. And included in that giving of the reason for divorce fornication I believe he also by implication gives the innocent party the right to remarry
2: exactly you know no one knows what it what it's like to be cheated on as much as God God knows what it's like to be the innocent party when adultery has taken place so it's 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 a powerful testimony to the spiritual infidelity that god put away his people for for their infidelity and this is the one cause for which he allows a married person to put away their spouse i've met people who were more strict on this point than god who say uh that you know you really ought not divorce your wife for any reason even if you know and you've got the you've got the uh the holiness side of forgiveness there that you can argue from but they're actually more strict than God when they say look you just need to find a way to forgive and move on and you know we all do things we regret obviously we should try to save our marriages when we can but when someone decides they need to do this for themselves uh, who are we to step into judgment when Jesus says there is a lawful clause here
1: let me by way of correction Uh, say, it wasn't Mark 5, it's Mark 10 that I'm referring to. And in Mark 10 verses 11 and 12 it tells us and he said to them, whoever divorces his wife and marries another woman commits adultery against her and if she herself divorces her husband and marries another man, she is committing adultery. This happens to be the only passage that brings in the woman's part of it as well. And i think it's one of the reasons why uh the apostles thought it was so difficult for this to, to for this teaching to be uh implica- or Im- put into practice because if it if it was so with a man it's better not to get married <laughs> Is is the way they looked at it at least initially
2: yeah and and if you're reading this passage and you feel like boy this is really hard harsh teaching and that would really affect a lot of people uh, then just know that you are you are in the same boat with the apostles who who recognize this as hard teaching and jesus does not correct them and and assume that they have misunderstood something he doubles down with with this being a hard teaching and he says, yes, yes, that's the case. In verse 11, not everyone can accept this. And even goes so far as to say, there are some people who will have to choose to, in a figure, figurative sense, make themselves eunuchs for the kingdom of heaven's sake. Uh, he who is able to accept it, let him accept it. The person may find himself uh, in a position where uh, he just realizes uh, because of God's law, uh, he's not going to be able to continue uh, with the relationship that he's in. He recognizes it's adulterous, kind of like John the Baptist saying to Herod, it is not lawful for you to have her, for he had married her. Even though they were married, John was trying to say, that's not a lawful marriage. So it is hard, but uh, but uh, you're going to have to choose whether or not you want to uh, serve Jesus here or or have a comfortable comfortable life and i I do not envy those in that position. One of the things this does
1: is it shows us just how important it is that we make the right decision when we marry. Uh, it is not something to be entered into lightly; it is not something to be entered into with the idea of well, I'll see how it works out, and if it doesn't work out well, I'll divorce. No, when somebody marries, according to the Lord, they are making a lifetime commitment. And uh, they are pledging to keep themselves for their spouse and their spouse only. And that is, in this world, a difficult thing to do, apparently. Uh, We hear statistics that say as much as 50% of the marriages end in divorce, but according to Jesus... It was not meant to be that way from the beginning. God's law from the beginning is that it man, one man, one woman, for life together.
2: All right. Thank you, Greg. We enjoyed our time together today.
1: I think we can wrap it up on that. Andy, you have anything you want to add to it? No, thank you. Okay, we'll wrap it up. Thanks, everybody, for listening. And if you should have any questions or comments about this particular subject, uh, and feel free to contact us at www.nkcfc.com and we'll get an answer out to you just as quickly as we can. Thanks for listening.